0: This episode of the Real Roundtable, Brody and I introduced Chris to the movie where I got the name Ash. Is this a great movie? Not really, but I do believe this is the best B movie ever made. Good, bad—I'm the guy with the gun.
1: Chris, roll tape. The Real Roundtable.
2: I'm Ergo the Magnificent.
1: I could turn you into shredded meat in about uh, three seconds with this baby if I wanted
0: to. We're locked into the moon's gravitational pull.
1: What do we do? We die. I don't kill men without good reason. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See
2: this? This. Is
1: my
0: boomstick! stick? Welcome, everybody, to the real round table. As always, I'm joined by Chris. And Brody. Hello. And so this episode, uh, one of the movies that we've been wanting to watch since the beginning, because you hear of it in the intro, is Army of Darkness. And so Army of Darkness is probably not one of the greatest movies ever made. I don't think it can be considered a classic. For me, it is a terrific movie. Um, I've always enjoyed this movie. I saw this back in 1993 or 94. And uh, the, the weird thing is, usually I can remember a lot of times when I saw this, but when I went back and started calculating when I saw this movie, I saw it in the theater. When it, was it released? But it was released in 92, and I didn't start working in a movie theater until 93. So I cannot fathom how I was able to see it unless it was re-released, but I couldn't find anything that says re-released. No way it
2: hung in there that long. Yeah,
0: and it didn't hang in. As a matter of fact, when we had it, we had it for one week. You know, it's just this odd thing. I don't under- understand, but uh, I remember my boss, uh, Brian at the time I said, man, you need to watch this. And so I was up at the projection room and he just took care of all the projection that, that while I was just sitting at that one projector and I watched the whole movie the whole time, you know, I didn't see it inside the theater, which would had better sound, but I sat there and watched it. And I was like, this is like, I loved it. I thought this is fantastically terrible. I don't know how to describe it, but anyway, besides this, it's just, it's such a B movie. I fell in love with the character, Ash. I thought his, that character is awesome. And uh, and so as we jumped into the the real roundtable, Chris. One of the things that Chris did was he uh, he put that soundbite from Ash in the, in the opening, and so that's my favorite part. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's and but this movie is filled with one liners, and so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Army of Darkness. It's a, the final of a trilogy. I don't know if that's an official trilogy, so I guess we'll talk about some of those things as we go get going. Um, real quick, I just want to give you the I guess. What do you think, Chris? Brody, do you all think I should just talk about the first two movies first just to kind of lay the groundwork to get here? I, yeah, I, think I mean, that's... they need a
2: foundation. I felt like I was lacking one.
0: Chris had not seen any of them, so he hadn't seen Evil Dead, one or two. Brody, you've seen both of them, right? You've seen the Evil Dead movies, right?
1: Oh, I don't remember them. I remember them all together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah, I've, I've seen them. But, I mean, a quick synopsis. The previous movies just set it up as they were in a cabin, and they got attacked by an army of dead. Well, and
0: it's really just one dead in the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's a ton. If you're if you're watching the Evil Dead series, which this is a horror movies, and they're kind of spoof horror movies, and I'm not. We're, we're not recommending those at all. But if you watch those, you get introduced to the character Ash. And back then, in those movies, usually if it was a horror movie, and the, the way this movie set up, it was uh, three guys and two girls. No, two guys and three girls go to a cabin to go hang out for the weekend. The cabin looks rough, it's awful, and one by one they get slaughtered, okay, so they all get killed. Well, back then in those movies, usually who's the hero, who's the one that survives, it's always a girl, right? I mean, in those movies it was always set up a girl. Well, at the end of that movie, the only ones left is Ash, and so the guy's the one that survives. So then Sam Raimi does that, that first movie, that's what happens. The second one, he comes back and and basically he remakes the movie. It's not a sequel so much as it's, uh, it's basically, okay, I've got a larger budget. Let me see what I could do with that. And so now he's got four people that are at the cabin instead of five. Turns out there was a, a doctor or something like that that they found is some Evil Dead Two. And this is an Evil Dead Two. And so they had is the, a
2: is a remake and not a really a sequel.
0: It's this is a, a it's like a, a sequel remake. Contention. Yes, it's a. It, and if you watch it, you're like, well, there's no way right they're going back to the cabin. There's no, why would Ash go back to the cabin after everything happened? Why would he take a new date there? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make any sense. So it's kind of it's a remake, but it's all the things that he could have done maybe better. But then he adds to the insanity. uh, There's no doubt that Sam Raimi, the director, was really making a fun-filled horror slash comedy in Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 1's probably more horror, but making fun of the horror genre in some aspects. And, And they were all college students when they made this, and so they didn't have a ton of budget. Um, they actually raised money, and then it, that the Evil Dead did kill her, and so it gave them the ability to make a second one. They had the backers to make a second one, so they go ahead and make the second one. This time they introduce a book into it. And I think they talk about it. I didn't even write it down, but it's a Necrocon? What is it? The Necronomicon. Necronomicon. And so that's the book, and so that's in the second one. So they're trying to figure out how to stop that and everything. And so in the second one, Evil Dead 2, Ash gets his hand infected, so his hand's turned on, which means his whole body will turn, so he chops it off. And then he's creative enough to make a chainsaw and make it so that it can fit on his arm. And so that's the Evil Dead 2. So he fights the evil with that chainsaw. And at the end, he gets pulled back into a time warp or something. And that's just how it ends. So in the third one, they, they decide to take it medieval. And so
1: that's how the third one starts. And so now we've got. So the Army of Darkness is kind of a continuation of Evil Dead 2. Yes, yes. Is how i put it. This is the secret. But we don't want to start. On our podcast with Evil Dead Two, because there's things in it that we'd prefer not to discuss on this. Well, show. I
0: don't think you need Evil Dead Two
1: for this movie at all.
2: I don't. They they do sort of catch you up at the beginning of the movie, yeah, and yeah. they say this is what happened,
1: you know. Well, and it, but
2: it's, it's very clear there's a movie that you're missing when you start.
1: There's that's true. Yes, there's well, definitely it's part of the series. It's kind of a spoof, so you don't really. It's not like you're missing crucial information that's going to come up later and go. Well, I don't understand that. Yeah, you'll understand a, all yeah. of this.
2: I mean, it tells you why he chops his hand off. Yes. It tells you yep. all that stuff.
1: Which I think they added it just
2: doesn't do the whole
0: with the money they added. They added that very front scene, not the very the first scene. It says he says, "My name is my name is Ash, and I'm a slave," mm-hmm. and then it goes back and shows you know he worked at S Smart. Um, and he had a girl and then she got killed in the cabin and so if you if you watch the whole series there's three different girls that get killed in that cabin like I mean it's, all, of his, all of them was his girlfriend so he might be the worst boyfriend ever if, like, if you think about that one but so anyway yeah so that brought in Bridget Fonda she was just did that role which uh, you know she she was pretty big back then and, and did a lot of things so I think she did that as a favor Um, and took that role. It's a little small, but you're like, Oh, that's Bridget Fonda. Like I remember seeing that going. I'm
2: assuming with a name like that, she's related to,
0: she is, she's the uh, daughter of Peter Fonda. It's Peter Fonda's daughter. That's Um, who Bridget Fonda is. And so, yeah, so she had pretty good, she had some really good, uh, is that Jane Fonda's brother? Yes, okay. yeah, Henry Fonda's granddaughter, okay, so all okay. Them, all the Fondas, this, this is pretty big, and so, but yeah, Bridget Fonda's pretty big, and, she, and I would say that she earned it, she's a really good actor, she was in a few movies I thought were really good, she's in an Assassin movie that was terrific, Point of No Return, how was much really was amazing.
1: Bridget in this movie? Maybe 30 seconds, <laughs> like less than we've spoken about, yes, yeah, so we've talked
0: way more about really. her, <laughs> okay. but for her to do this, just I think she things. just looked up and smiled, <laughs> It's still Bridget. It was Bond, a cameo. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was a
1: cameo. she was in a cash and register. They,
0: they reshot it just to put her in it. Like uh, that was she wasn't even originally. They were like, oh, we got some money or maybe something." Or I, the studio's like, "We need to add something to the front." And so they. Which it is funny
1: because originally it was going to be called Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness. Was it really? Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that. That's really really cool.
1: Yeah. So. Bruce Campbell versus Army of Darkness.
2: I heard in other reviews that it was it gets progressively more comedy and less <laughs> horror <laughs> and gore. Is that true from the beginning to the end?
0: Are you talking about the movie itself? Or are you talking about going from Evil Dead 1 and yeah. 2? Yeah. So, yes, Evil Dead 1 is a lot more serious. Yeah. Evil Dead 2 has got more comedy. Even some of the characters are just I heard like, there was more
1: gore in the earlier There's a. Uh,
0: there's a. The, yeah, oh, yeah, way more gore. Yeah, insane gore. Matter of fact, 2 has got a lot of gore and everything. But 3 is just, just over the top, like, unbelievable. You're like, yeah. okay, that's just tons of water being thrown out. It's colored red right. and something like that. But, uh, yeah, in the second one, they've got this. A lot this, of skeletons. they got this hillbilly-looking guy, and he is, like, short and dumpy. I don't think he has half his teeth and then he's got like a girlfriend that's like crazy gorgeous like it doesn't you're like no that no no world does that exist like especially no world that he doesn't have money like you know you're and, and so yes clearly it, it becomes more and more you know which in this movie you, you totally see it as you get to it I mean there's so many different uh god what is it thinks he steals from hick pulls from you can clearly see influences things he loved especially the three Stooges. i mean the three obviously obviously the, you know and yeah, so you yes, catch I'll, on
2: to the slapstick
1: pretty quick yeah hey, chris yeah. have you uh, the three Stooges, <laughs> three guys that you are of them. remember mo <laughs> and curly Larry. That was a huge thing,
0: and uh, that's a huge thing for Sam Raimi. Is he'll have a shimp character, and it's basically just somebody – I think he uses it like somebody can just throw away. And so that. So a lot of times uh, Bruce Campbell's had a shimp character. Like it's a character that's never going to be used. I'll say, okay, it's a shimp character. And so so anyway, it's a lot of interesting facts. that Clearly Sam Raimi loves the Three Stooges. I got a feeling Bruce Campbell does as well. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything besides TV show that Bruce Campbell's been in where he's not – you know, just being attacked, having his face thrown. I mean, just constantly taking bombardment. And that's just part of his character. So, anyway, yeah, that's what that's the. This is where we get to. The ashes is now slave. He's been pulled back. He gets captured right at the front of the movie. This is a quick synopsis. Right when he gets pulled back into the past, he gets mistaken for this one lord named Henry's, part of his army. So he gets captured by a guy named King, oh, I guess it's King Arthur. I guess that's what the mythology are trying to use and uh, they keep calling him Lord Arthur Lord Arthur yeah yeah, Lord Arthur and so maybe it's before he became king maybe that's you know but anyway so Lord Arthur captures him thinking he's one of Henry's men which is funny because every one of Henry's men have bright red hair so it's clearly not Bruce Campbell's character but they think he is also the cars in it And, uh, Why do they stab the car again? They think it's a... I don't know. They think it's like some it, kind of a creature. Well,
1: they say, no, what kind of armor is this? Oh, but, yeah. but it's not... There's, you can clearly see inside. It's not protecting anything. So would it be armor? <laughs> I don't know. It's just... They're hitting it with their, their swords. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, so that, uh, he gets captured. He really
0: quickly tells us, the viewers, what's happened and kind of a voiceover. He tells us what's happened, how he got there. So it shows all that how he got pulled back to this time. And then now he's taken into the Lord Arthur's castle... And really quickly, they're going to throw him into this pit and have him executed. And they throw one of the guys in first, one of the other Henry's guys. He gets killed in this crazy way. And so we'll talk about that as we get in there. And then they throw in Ash. Ash wins. He survives that. They realize, hey, we've got a, a guy that can actually go against the evil that is coming. The One of their uh, wise men comes out and says, hey, this is the the... the Uh, prophecies have foretold that this guy is supposed to save us and so we've got to help him so they send him on a quest and and this is what you really save uh, them from the deadites the deadites um the evil that's coming and all he has to do is remember three words and get the book and so uh, this is where we're really introduced this is the bruce campbell this is the difference between him and 99 percent of other heroes in movies is he's yeah he's a good guy but he's also kind of a. uh what have a dunce i mean i don't know how would you describe him he's he's arrogant he messes up constantly i mean he's a screw-up i mean there's all these things about him that makes him
1: more human i wouldn't than say he's a ones. dunce he just he doesn't take things as seriously he's more like the jock in high school like he thinks a ton of himself he's all about the ladies he does enough to pass in class maybe that's it yeah yeah okay. you know he, he's not really concerned with the details. But there's an
0: arrogance about him, too, just a pure confidence that...
1: Yeah, that fits in there.
0: Yeah, that sometimes he doesn't understand. So anyway, yeah, he, he's got to go do that. He ends up messing up with the book, which ends up bringing uh, the evil. And so the evil go and attack the castle with him, joining up with the, the knights, all of uh, Arthur's men, and then later Henry's men come to help as well, and they defeat the, the evil ones. Okay, and so yeah. that's the so synopsis. The medieval
2: people... And the army of dark
0: army of darkness versus, you know, you so know, they're going against each fighting. other in this. Yeah. This huge battle, which takes what 25 minutes of the final, the, mm-hmm. the final 25 minutes of this hour and 21 minute movie is this one battle. And so it is long and huge and fun joy to watch. I mean, I enjoy every second of it. And, uh, so that's the synopsis. Let's talk about this because I have, I, I've got a feeling on what you guys are going to rate, And, uh, and I really think it's going to kill Chris on this movie just for, uh, some of the stupid things that go on in this movie. And so I can't wait. Okay. So first off, let me, let me ask Chris this. Did you know anything about this movie at all? And then did you watch previews for it or anything or just jump straight into it?
2: I just jumped straight into it. I had only heard of this movie in passing. I had heard of it and I'd heard of evil dead as well, but I knew nothing about it and I did not watch a preview. I didn't nothing.
0: Okay. How long into the movie before you realized that it was more comedy than horror? That's, that's, aren't you curious about that, Brody? I would really want to know that. If, if I was to watch this, and I'd never seen it before. I think I would be like, oh, wait, this isn't what I thought it was going to be at all.
1: So,
2: um, well, to be fair and completely
1: to be fair, <laughs> you,
2: you had told me there was a little bit of comedy. So I knew to sort of look out for it in the past when we had talked about so it. So in the
1: opening scene, when the car and, and Ash fell to the ground and they gently put his chainsaw down when they took it off his arm, <laughs> that <laughs> was a clue that that was probably a key moment. This is going to be funny.
2: I think when he was supposed to be falling from the sky. And and then he all,
1: then he all of a sudden jumps
2: out of the side of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
1: all right. <laughs> the car comes and smashes into the ground, and he kind of jumps yeah. and rolls. Oh, he, okay. he,
2: he
0: lands on his leg, buddy. <laughs> okay. His shins would have went through his throat. <laughs> okay. So that car, have you mm-hmm. seen that car before in any movies? Not that I know of. Sam Raimi puts that car in every movie he's in, he does. Oh, really? It, yeah. If, uh, if you've seen the original Spider-Man, right, when it came out, yeah, the car he's riding around with Uncle Ben in, yeah. that's that car. Huh. he uses that car in oh, nice every guy. movie and everything so that was in evil dead one that was in evil dead two and so they put it in this one they and so and uh, he's in a movie they do uh, two years before this he released his first superhero movie which was called dark man and uh, have you ever seen
2: Darkman? Wait, man wait no. we need to pause for a second because i didn't even know he was like a big director now
0: yeah okay yeah well he just did uh he just did uh dr strange love in the multiverse is what, called? what is it called? Doctor Strange
1: Love? <laughs> no, not Doctor Strange Love. You've <laughs> uh... been hitting those incognito tabs. <laughs> There's a Doctor Strange Love. There's a Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, I'm sure there is.
0: It's the most one of the most famous movies of all time. But it's <laughs> not a hero movie, is it? No, Doctor Strange. I was gonna say <laughs> Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. That's what I meant to say. Sam Raimi just directed that, yeah.
1: Oh, wait, but he also so he did Spider Man?
0: Spider Man One, Two, and Three. He bowed. Never he was. Never after, heard of this. Term. After Spider Man Three, really? it was so it was so terrible. Like he'll come out and he'll tell how bad he did. Like Which he goes, one? I messed it up. That's Spider-Man the, one with the 3. sand, right? He did yeah, the, one with the sand. Yeah, yeah that, really, that one. So, but he knew he messed up on that. Like I've heard him apologize. I've heard podcasts where he talks about apologizing. Like, yeah, I messed that one up. I'm now,
1: what's up. what I think is cool is this: The Army of Darkness was written by him and his brother together. Yeah, they
0: they did a lot of that. They were always collaborating. Yeah, yeah so they they've done a. Ton of collaboration. I don't know if they still do it now. I don't know if him and they did that together.
1: But are you saying collaboration? Yeah, did I say it wrong? Collaboration. Collaboration. Collaboration.
0: I'm <laughs> <fix that. laughs>
2: Continue. I did catch it. Mm-hmm.
0: So Sam Ramy and his brother Ivan Ramy have done a lot of
1: uh, collaboration. They've had a lot of collaboration together. Yeah. So tons.
0: Of, I think that's cool.
1: And so. they're in post production for another Army of Darkness right now. What? Yeah, and
0: he's not going to be in it. I don't think uh, Bruce Campbell's going to be in that one, though.
1: No, no but he's actually well, I mean, uh, executive producer. producer. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. How old, how old is he now? Bruce Campbell, he's, like, uh, he's got to be in 62 or 63. So he's probably not
2: right for it anyway.
0: Well, but they just came out with a series on, I think, HBO. Ash vs. Evil. Yeah, and they made 30 episodes of that. Or Ash vs. Evil. With Sam Raimi kind of directing that producing that. So, and and yeah. Bruce Campbell's in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bruce, Bruce Campbell has a cult following. I know you probably don't know him that well, but Bruce Campbell has this huge cult following. Me and Bro talk
1: a little bit about it. But, yeah, there's tons of a, people that love I Bruce watched, Campbell. Burn Notice just because he's in it.
0: Yeah, I watched Burn Notice as well. Like, yeah. It's not a good show, but I it's love it. It's not Bruce a Campbell. good show,
1: but Bruce Campbell's in it. Yeah, and he's
0: great. Every episode that he's in, he's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he just has... For every scene he's in. He's he plays great. Sam Axe. Yeah, he's an ex... Uh, CIA or something. Is that a big yeah. part or is that... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he's the third of, star. Yeah. 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 So he, he he's pretty funny. Like most of the time, like there's a few times he gets captured, gets beat up and won't give him anything and just... Uh, he plays this – he's always playing this character, this arrogant, confident. He doesn't have all the answers, but he's just not going to give them to you. He's not going to give you anything. So this so,
2: series definitely made his career.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. Matter of fact, when the book, he, he wrote a book, off uh, Chins Could Kill. And in that book, he gives you a history of evil dead and how things go. He talks about Army of Darkness as well. But in that book, he talked about – there was, uh, he said, you know, the four other people that were in that movie uh, and started describing one. Like Rowan runs a trailer park up in Michigan. One drives trucks. So he tells you he goes, they've all probably had more successful careers, like just steady careers. He said, "I've had so many ups and downs, and it was it was really it's it's kind of an eye opening, because the uh, the subtitle of that book is uh, Confessions of a B Movie Actor,' you know. And so he knows what he is. He's a B movie actor. He's not great, but he's had so many roles. Matter of fact, Sam Raimi always uses him in every movie. Uh,
1: so, all of them, yeah, every movie. I mean, know? he's like the he, so he the like Spider Man. He was the ringmaster during a wrestling which, match. Which, in- which what is, does the
0: ringmaster do? In Spider Man? What does is, what is Bruce Campbell's character do? You just tell me. He gives Spider Man his name.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, because he shows up basically in his pajamas. Oh right. Yeah, and he's got another name, the amazing spider or something. Like,
0: yeah, spider. I remember that. So scene. yeah, but that's yeah. Bruce Campbell. And then he's in the second one and the third one. The third one yeah, he, he won't let him into
1: the theater. Yeah, and, he's in a usher. So he, maybe he's an usher or something. Yeah. He always yeah. has like cameos in all of them. And then in the multiverse,
0: if you've seen multiverse, the new Doctor Strange in the multiverse, he uh uh he's got a really good scene. I know it's not Doctor Strange loves. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> Look, the sad thing is, yes, I messed it up, but y'all don't even know there's a Dr.
2: Strange one. I do, there was. Uh,
1: I don't go to those websites.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was the joke you made earlier. You just missed it.
1: I'm a happily married man. (laughs)
2: I forgot where we were. <laughs> I do too. Oh, oh, his cameos in the, in the yeah.
0: Movies. So yeah, so Sam Raimi just he. I don't know. I don't know how we got this far
1: away, but well, yeah,
2: this he, is me. I, it's me getting educated on on Sam Raimi because Sam Raimi is a huge,
1: huge well, director. On, people he does know Bruce Campbell. He doesn't know Bruce Campbell. You got to know Bruce Campbell. Well, and and
0: Sam Raimi's wow. best friends, I think, are uh, the Cohen brothers. Okay, and so at one point they all lived together, and uh, huh. when they are trying to make it in Hollywood, so a lot of the movies. And then there's there's. The Cohen brothers have used Bruce Campbell in some of their movies. And so there, there's this connection between all. There's like, I guess there's two brothers each. And no, there's uh, the Cohen brothers got a third brother too. So he's in Darkman. So there's, a, I, I guess, there's like six of these buddies. Um, Francis McDormand's one. So she's the girl. But so they're all in a lot of their movies. They do all yeah. these things. And so, it, yeah, so you'll see a lot of that through it. But again, Sam Ramsey's not a minuscule director or anything like that. I mean, he is a pro. He's done to I was sitting there thinking, I guess he's probably. He's probably done the most superhero movies. The only other person I can think of is the guy that directed Iron Man, uh, whatever his name is. But that's probably the only one that could be it. But, you know, Sam Raimi's directed a lot. And honestly, I mean, I I just saw Doctor Strange in the multiverse. It was okay. Um, But it just depends on what people like. But his best superhero movie is probably that first Spider-Man, which was really good, or Dark Man. Darkman is phenomenal, and it's got a cult following as well. It might be a movie we put on the podcast. Is that a 90s movie? Yeah, it came out two years before this, so it was like 1990. Um. It was actually Liam Neeson's first big starring role, and so Liam Neeson's awesome. So I'm going to put that – I will put that on the list. We will not watch it next time, but I'll put that on the list because I really – I would like – if you – Enjoy superhero movies, but a little bit different. That's a good one to, to I watch. I haven't seen that. I oh, know, okay, yeah,
1: we'll put that. On now, hands. now this IMDb does put this out at ninety two, but I was showing. I was looking at, in my research, and it shows that it was in theaters starting like February, March of ninety three. So I don't know when the actual, I mean, to the populace release yeah, yeah. was, because you know they might have had a, a, short
0: release. I think it was a short release. It, it made nine million. No, it made it made eleven, 11 million. Okay, so it made money, its money back. So, and I guess I don't know. I, talking about it, I don't know what I don't know what the full goal was and everything. I really, I, I think if we're we're looking at it, I think you can look and say, well, what kind of movie was this supposed to be made? And I really think he was making maybe I'm wrong seeing this, but he was like, I'm gonna make the greatest B movie. Like that was his goal. Like the way some of the things go in this it movie definitely delayed. comes
2: across as intentional.
0: Yes. Yes. And so, and so as you're watching and, and it goes along with evil dead one and two, you know, if you watch those two, you're like, Oh, again, it, it, it Now, once they release the, those other series, I think they, uh, um, I think they, took this out of their canon like this is not part of the canon of course they can always say you know it's just multiverses or anything like that so so anyway there's tons about that but i want to talk about the opening scene when they get to there where uh yeah he's falling red there's so many you really get a uh you really get an understanding of ash and how he is at all times when uh when he asks that guy who are you and he's like well i'm duke henry i'm lord of this and da 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 you know and and he makes that comment i'm not saying it's Child friendly, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, Yeah. you're not leading, but Jack and Squat. Yeah, you know, and Jack left town, and (laughs) and that's such a, that's such an ash moment to just say stuff like. Whereas another superhero has been like, "We'll take care of this, or we'll do this." You know, he's just making fun of somebody. Like that's how he does. And uh, and then you see that crazy scene where they throw that first guy in. and about, (laughs) I love the camera work (laughs) on this because in the camera work they throw him in this hole and there's supposed to be a creature down the hole, and there's just quietness. And then you see everybody just getting closer, looking into the hole. Like, they're all like, okay, what's about to happen? You know, and then all of a sudden you hear, ah, screaming. And then that water fountain of blood like comes up. like a red out. geyser. Yeah, it just starts flying. You know, like, that's like 40 people's bodies if that was water, <laughs> you know, coming out. Uh, and so that, yeah, so that's that's kind of why I was curious. That that would have been the first thing I was like, oh, I really get this. It's got to be full of comedy for it to, to be that over the top. So that's why I was kind of curious. When you hit that, did you think, oh, gosh, this is.
2: Yeah, well. At first, I was like, this is already really bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It didn't even have to work up to really bad.
2: No, I was like, this is already frustratingly bad. But I started to view it, as time went on, as almost like the Monty Python series. Yeah. It's just this over-the-top comedy that makes fun of itself. Right. You know? And so... Once I got out of the mindset that it was just poorly done and I think that they were okay with it, you know, then it was, I relaxed a little bit. Uh, Brody, I've got
0: to know, how, when was the last time you saw this movie?
1: Oh man. Um, probably before Buttercup was born. Are you serious? So, so, I mean, just a couple of years after it came out probably. Wow. I mean, it's been a long time. It's- See,
0: I've seen this movie probably 15 times. I mean, again, that's I get the name Ash is from this movie. And, and honestly, it's because I think it's a good... And when I say that, I use it a lot of times as a video gamer name. I use it here. But I just like that name because I like that character. That He doesn't have it all together. But it's not going to stop him from giving it 100%. Does that make sense? And so I like that character. I, you know, Whereas so many other hero characters are just... They they, It's like watching half the movies where all of a sudden we need a computer guy, and so the computer guy goes in. And he knows how to do – he's like the top 00.1% computer guy in the world. You know what I mean? And that's why I like Bruce. I like the way he plays it is because it's always – he's not the best fighter. He's not – but
1: for some reason he gets it done, you know, and he's going to get beat up, he's going to get hit, he's going to get knocked out. Well, he's out. that that classic, It you don't have to be the best to best yeah. somebody. Yeah. Like, you know, you, he's – uh, determination over, over everything. And probably a little bit luck, too, right? I mean, oh, yeah. a lot. so
0: much of his is just pure luck and everything. So, so yeah, it, it, you see, see that first scene. He's all nervous. He's telling sure. that one guy, hey, man, tell him you don't know me. You know, and I thought that was a pretty cool scene for him to put in here. Like, hey, man, tell me.
1: I couldn't understand what Henry said to him in return. Oh, Henry says, uh, he said, I do not think they'll listen. Oh, Yeah, and, he's, and he, he's
2: basically saying they're not going to. Care okay. what I say. Yeah. yeah, and so,
0: and he's right. I mean, that was I thought that was a good scene.
2: And uh, I'm their enemy. They don't care. Yeah, they
0: don't care. You know, and and really the way he's doing it is he's telling them, "Man up," because it's better to face it up than this and die
1: cowardly. But and they do that to him more than once in the movie. Is what's funny. You know, they do it there. You know, basically they're like, "Suck it up. This is this is your lot in life." Yeah. And then later, he, he I got the book. Send me home, and they're like, "Fine." I mean, we're men of our word. We'll send you back, and everybody's like, "Oh, what a poor excuse for a man." Well, you know? they're like, mad at him because he messed up on the book.
0: That's what they're really, well, and he's about. wanting to leave. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, he's yeah. So they're like, hey, "You're not even going to say and fix it." Yeah, you yeah, know, you're, you know, suck it up. He's been such a disappointment yeah. to. him. Oh, oh yes,
0: like you
2: had one job, and that was to say the three words.
0: Yeah, but you were so cocky about it that, that you, you had it, and that's why was saying, yeah. say it a few times and get it.
1: It's like I got your word. Write it down, <laughs>
0: you know something. Yeah, yeah. so. So I well I guess we'll jump to that in a little bit but so this is where we meet the girl in the movie uh, that Is uh, that how he says Sheila
1: Yeah Sheila uh, Let's stop there for a second. I know we just stopped at the beginning but Sheila in the 1300s Yeah
2: Sheila Well look what annoyed me a lot was like thou thee hast <laughs> like come on <laughs> <laughs> it's so Normal people even back then didn't talk like that. A monk might have, a scribe might have, but your everyday pauper did not.
0: I, I'm not versed in the history of talking from. Uh,
1: Neither was people. Sam Raimi. <laughs> really not. <laughs> <laughs> really, really not. I didn't really? notice that. I just thought, oh, yeah, just. it's. But it kind of dwindles later. A, kinda, li- a little bit. Uh, f- and then f- Sheila
2: comes back, and it starts all back <laughs> up again. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what Sheila. Did, what did y'all think about Sheila? I mean, yeah, her name's terrible, but what? Useless character. Pointless. Yeah. There's no point in having her in there. It's so funny because I saw her. And there's her. no
2: connection to her because she's just constantly changing from something to something else. Well,
0: know? and she's all mad at first. And then, what I didn't give is she's so angry.
1: And then she's in love with him. Like, yeah. Like that was a quick jump. And they never addressed the fact that he didn't kill her brother. So it's... Was to that to bro, she, realized, she realized because she, she apologizes to him. She apologizes when he's eating the grapes for being mean when he's saved, not because she took out anger thinking he killed her brother. There was no no readdressing that. So he's walking into this castle and Sheila sees Ash for the first time and it's Lord Henry's men and she's being told by Lord Arthur that her brother who fought with him died in battle. And Ash being in the front of the line takes her physical abuse as the kids are, I guess, beating him as well, she jumps in and starts slapping and beating him around too, thinking, you killed my brother, and they never readdress it, and she falls in love with him. Yes, yeah, she does fall. So, and quickly, I mean, how many days are we talking about here? Uh,
0: yeah. Well, she she does address it because she talks about, I'm sorry, I thought you were the one, I thought y'all had killed my brother, like, you know, I didn't realize you were from a different era. So she asks, she says that when he's eating the grapes and then that's when he comes to apologize. She comes comes to to apologize. apologize. I don't
1: remember her her anything saying. She said something like that. I thought, but I mean, her apologizing
2: is realizing that. Well, I
1: assumed that's what it meant.
2: Yeah, but
0: she uh, was realizing who he was. And look, he is a complete jerk to her. Uh,
2: Well, he's this is the moment I learned to hate him (laughs) (laughs) when he's eating grapes and all these women are feeding him and he's acting pretentious. I was like, you're a jerk and I'm never going to like (laughs)
0: you. He goes from so such extremes, and that's the thing. Honestly, Which we didn't talk yet about well, him going in the pit, That's really. because he, he beat the pit. He did, yeah, because he beat the pit. But until that moment, if you go to Evil Dead 1 to, and Evil Dead 2, and in the front of this, he's not arrogant at all. Like He's confident, but he's not that jerk. Once he beats the pit, yes, he becomes crazy cocky and pretentious and jerky. I don't know so. about
1: those other movies because we haven't seen them, but... He's pretty much cocky anyway.
0: He's cocky, but there's a difference between how he's sitting there eating the grapes and just having all the girls falling over him and
1: and just treats her Is like Is him garbage. cocky or them saying, hey, he just beat the pit, then killed one that got out of the pit.
2: We admire and, strength
1: and power. And then threatened to take everybody else on. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. So let's feed him some grapes. Keep him calm.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I th- I think I think there's a cockiness there, this arrogance, and it was not seen so much in the first two. And I think they wanted to up it. I really think that's part of it. They wanted they wanted you not to fully like him, like he is not always likable. It wasn't even a great kill. It was just like, what's not
2: the shotgun I mean, The shotgun, the pit. Shotgun. The pit. I, I don't know. It just it, it there wasn't anything that impressive that should make him think that he did amazing. He killed fifty people like that later. Yeah. Well. And he has in the past in fighting the but they've
1: been tormented by these the both kingdoms Henrys and and Arthur's have both been fighting these demons that come up and the pit if you notice they kept it closed yeah and to protect people from those that might come out and so they they get thrown in the first one is a geyser of blood I don't understand (laughs) I don't understand I don't understand it either
2: where does it come from
1: I. From the depths, I have no idea. You know, you don't have to understand it.
0: <laughs> I think that's the symbolism that this movie is going to be over the top. That's all you got to understand. Oh, I'm telling path. you, my, one, one of my, my favorite
1: things to do during college was I had a gap because I had such early classes. I had a gap around lunchtime. It was like two and a half, three hours sometimes. I would go to the house with some buddies and watch B movies like oh, yeah. HBO noon, and watch movies like this that were not as good, not near as good. This is by far better than hmm. noon HBO in the nineties. I promise you.
0: No, I think, I think that's a cool thing that you were watching. <laughs> I think that's the, po- the point I would make about this over and over. And as we talk about this is, I don't think this is a great movie, but I enjoy every moment of it. I thought, I, you know, as I was watching, it's like, I didn't get bored out of it. And there's no really way to get bored in an hour, 20 minutes where there's some action happening you know every 10 seconds i mean there's always something happen um is it over the top yes and so as we talk about it there's some things that drive me crazy about this but i think he did it on purpose um and so anyway so that's that, the
2: saving grace i think here yeah that For he did me, it on purpose yes, that, yeah yeah that, yeah
0: it's so, not like we were trying to be an a-plus movie well well even after he does that fight after the thing, and he—you're saying he wants to take everybody on. He goes, "Who wants some?" Like he just in these phrases. Some of these phrases are probably going to be dated. I don't remember hearing too many. Oh, things. absolutely, are
1: they're all Elvis stuff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of them. But... <laughs> Who wants some? Do you want
0: some? What does he say? To that one guy.
1: Give me some sugar, baby. Well, no, we get that from. <laughs> no, that that's was the, the Sheila. He says to Sheila. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think the and I know y'all didn't like Tank Girl, but to me this is like middle of the day. You don't have to be invested in it. No. So if something comes up, I mean, this is not your evening sit around for the purpose of watching a movie. This is you've got some spare time, put a movie on. If something comes up, you can just shut it off and leave. I'm bad about if I start a movie I haven't seen and it's like trying to be an Oscar winning whatever, yeah. I have to watch every oh, second yeah. uninterrupted. I've got to have my concentration on that. And it's good to have movies that you don't have to be invested in that if something happens, you you can pause it, cut it off or whatever. And that's what I think this and tank girl and those kind of movies are is it's entertainment. That's not serious.
0: I, I would say this there, there's neither, there's not a lot of depth in either tank girl or this movie. I get that. i but under, but I will say with, with Sam Raimi, at least he realized that enough that he was like, if you walk away from this movie after you've seen it, you're going to know the premise all the way through and everything. And I remember when we were a tank girl, it was hard realizing where did this happen? Where did this happen? In this one, it's like, get stuck in the past, get sent to get the book. Everything goes haywire. Gets back, false the deadites, game over. Like it, there's that. There's not a lot of outside those boundaries. It's very simple on how to do it, and I like Which that. I like leaves it it's simple. It's yeah, good. it's crazy simple. It's and, awesome. uh, and and so all he really focused on was he focused on Bruce Campbell. I mean, this whole movie is Bruce Campbell. I mean, he's the, oh, the original. Ash. He's
1: the you know, title is Bruce Campbell yeah. versus Army of
0: Darkness. So Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's all about Bruce Campbell. It's about the one-liners. I mean, honestly, when I watch this movie, it's, not, it's just like, okay, when's the next one-liner come on? Like, uh, when that girl says, I'm going to swallow your soul. Like, I remember seeing that the first time and thinking, that's so funny. He's like, come get some. Like, I just... I feel like that scene
2: was in there like three times. Don't they do it all the time? Where he's like, "Come I, get some." He says, "Come get some." And they do that. Let's go. What? What? What was the quote? I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow. It. Don't, doesn't that come up
0: multiple times? I don't remember that one coming up, but once I oh, thought okay. it was like, I'll, "I'll swallow your soul." But he says, "Let's go," and he says, "Come get some," and then he says, uh Yoshiwich. And so, I mean, so he's got different lines he uses yeah. always, and. To go, you know. So that's, this is a
2: movie full of one-liners.
0: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, there was a app that they used to have, which was Bruce Campbell. It was Army of Darkness one-liners. Like I had that app because you could just click on each one. They they finally got rid of. It. But I love that app because I could listen to each one of those stupid one-liners just because they're funny to me. They're you know to this day. I mean, um, we haven't even got to it. And I said it in the front. My favorite line of one of my probably one of my favorite lines of all movies is "Good, bad. I'm the guy with the gun." And as we talk about Evil Ash, which we're about to that's where that line comes from and i just think it's probably one of the best lines of any movie just because of how it plays and so so anyway he gets sent on the quest to go i think this is where they've already given him
1: the, the iron hand right they've already went and worked with him that that's a whole discussion in and of itself uh where they can i mean you've stuff. already said that you thought ash was akin to a dunce and he makes a hand that we don't really have the technology for now and you shut her he, down on that yeah <laughs> uh, clearly he Well, you get these genius powers sometimes. That's what I don't get. But yeah, that's one of the things that kind of does. I mean, he's in the 1300s doing stuff. Well, he told
0: the guy what he wanted, and the guy made it. The blacksmith who had never seen one was like, Yeah, I can make something like (laughs) that, and made him a perfect hand. Yeah. Which I was like, I want that hand. That's like, like, that's (laughs) pretty. Yeah. That's exactly right. So he makes
2: the hand before he goes for the Necronomicon. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he has that, right? And so he goes for it. And basically, he's got really one job get over to the graveyard. And it looked like it's not far Say to the graveyard. The yeah, like he stops. Well, he gets a, a chased by the he wind. He gets chased right? by something. We don't know.
1: We don't know what it is because it beats on the door and everything. Yeah, and this is a, a this part
2: was sort of weird. Well, yeah. kinda, well, I, I thought I think, it was
1: filmed well. I thought I liked how they tried to make it look panicked and frantic without making you motion sick. Well, and yeah. I yeah. know and the they were camera running. went
2: through these trees that split open at the time it went through. Them. It was cool cinema.
0: Yep. I mean, I thought they did great. On this that. is all from Evil Dead, okay? He was the first one to kind of do that, and he does that in Evil Dead, and so he has that kind of scene where he does. So I think this is a shout out to Evil Dead, having a scene where he's chased. He's like, "I'm gonna have." Well, it. this movie
2: uses first person perspective. Yeah, it does quite frequently.
0: Yes, yeah, and so which,
2: and I'm not a giant fan of that, but he didn't overdo it, so.
0: So he gets them. So okay, so our our Ash, our main character, is getting to uh, stops at this windmill.
2: Well he hides in the windmill. Hides in the windmill. Because he's being chased by something.
0: Yeah. And uh and so he he locks himself in. Well, once he gets in, he notices the mirror. I thought which was a cool thing. That he looks at a mirror and the mirror's got him in the mirror, but he's squatted down and the the mirror ash is standing up. Yeah. So he breaks the mirror. There's
2: some good practical
0: effects. So and this is where the practical effects look a little cheesy after this. this okay. So all of a sudden apart. here comes
1: um no, he breaks the mirror, and then he sees in each like piece of the mirror he sees a full reflection of himself. Yeah, a little yes. small, a little small one, and then and also they jump out, and then he goes to mess with the fire, and they jump out of the the mirror and start taunting they him become like small ash creatures, and start yeah. singing crazy songs and dancing, so and, weird, yeah, and doing little mischievous kid-like pranks. Yeah, you think Tripping sort- him with a broom and poking him in the rear and with a fork and stuff.
0: Make him step on a nail.
1: Yeah. Here we have Gulliver's Travels. and That's So this right. is where Obviously. we're jumping to
0: showing Gulliver's Travels. And tie not, down. Not maybe showing... Showing what really would probably happen. The insanity of, of you know, having these evil characters if it was Gulliver's Travels. And so they're able to knock him out weird because he runs after them. There's a part where they stick a... Uh, a fork in his feet? No, a, a nail. Uh, nail. Is it a nail? And you can see how fake it is. Like yeah. it looks so. And for some, some reason, fake, he's fake.
2: chasing them in slow motion. Yeah. in
0: London Bridge. Yeah, yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, he's trying to kill them all. He throws that, which is great. He throws that a uh, fork or whatever that thing is. But they're almost like
1: sprites or something, like little just little yeah. pests that that yeah. that bother him really. But it turns out anything. that one of
2: them is actually pretty dangerous. Because, no, they're all dangerous. Together. Well, they're all dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, one of them gets inside him, right, in his mouth. How does it get in? Well,
1: they tie him down like in Gulliver's Travels. They tie him down. He wakes yeah. up. And then while it's tied tie down, I can't remember what they do to get him to they open hold, his mouth. That's one of yeah. the fakest looking scenes because they got the they yeah, got the, the uh, sprites
0: holding his nose open, the little mini ashes holding his done. nose open. Closed. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, pushing his nose close, he has to breathe. And so he opens his mouth and one of them dives
1: in. And goes down to down his gullet and yeah. is now inside him. And so what does Ash do? He drinks boiling water. <laughs> yeah. And then you hear the little, Oh, we skipped over earlier. He, not only did he drink boiling water, oh, his which would fail him
2: was when he sticks his face to a griddle yeah. and then has to peel it off with a spatula.
0: With no burning or scarring whatsoever. No, did, but it's cheesy. also did they have it's spatulas funny. back in the 1300s? Like they might have had them, but no, it was a fireplace. It was oh, okay, shovel. Yeah. did they have those? It was that's for what, skulls.
1: Yes, yeah, uh, coals. Okay. It was the coals. But scoop. it looked like that because they look yes. like that today. Like that's all I
0: wanted. All oh, right, is, would, right, right. They, I just wonder, would they look exactly. like I doubt like that. it was period specific.
1: You know, so it just.
0: But yeah, he has to pull himself off of that, which is insane. And and when he gets back up, there's no
1: red on his face. No, anymore. no, no.
0: He's totally fine. Zero <laughs> red. Like
1: he's not burned at all. So now he's laughing because he drank the boiling water and he yeah. can hear the little sprite squeal in pain which is just asinine <laughs> i know i think he would have went further with the drinking of
0: the this boiling water like that's one of my favorite scenes because you know it's over the top but as he drinks it he's like how do you like that <laughs> <laughs> you know just laughing as he pour. It. and you can tell it's i mean of course it's but it's it's got boiling water so it's got uh it's fake smoke coming out and everything and you know again
1: ash is not hurt at all like there's no damage nothing ever mm. really damaged him and then he's he's laughing about it. And then he gets an itch on his shoulder. And as he's itching his shoulder, the world's biggest eyeball appears <laughs> coming out of his skin. It's it's huge. And then it he goes and the next scene just literally cuts to him jumping out of this windmill, opening the door, jumping out, going, It's getting bigger. And then the next scene he's got two heads.
2: Yeah. And, and the
1: next it's a full bodies. Yeah, Because it just jumps really quickly. Yeah, it just keeps going. And then they split, and they look at each other, and it's like looking in a mirror. They move the same for a second. Well, when they're together, though, at one point, uh,
0: Evil Ash has the iron hand, because he's slapping Ash in the face. He's on that side. Mm -hmm. Which is weird to me, because when they fully break, and I I might be wrong on this, but only Ash has the the real iron hand. Does that make sense? And so it's weird. The other Ash has a real hand. Yeah, so I don't understand, because when they're fighting... Evil ashes over there with the fake hand. I mean, the, with the, the iron hand. Does that make sense? And so it's weird that how they did that.
1: They, it seems like that was a mistake they should have fixed. But really, I didn't catch it. I will ask the ruler of hell if that's something that actually <laughs> happens. We'll get to the bottom of this. So I just I thought it was I thought it was an
0: odd thing to do, or did they do it on purpose? Like, okay, we're, we can do whatever we want because it right. really doesn't matter on this anyway. So, but, but, anyway, scene, but the fact
2: that that the, the bad ash, the main villain of the film comes from these little weird stupid sprite characters is what's so bizarre yeah, but he, didn't well, come from that. he
0: was the one that that was what was chasing him into the yeah it was just middle. the
1: the evil yeah
0: the evil here's the evil dead this is where evil dead
1: comes from. yeah so the the evil is what made the little mini ash they were all the evil it's you know and,
0: and ash thought he was a, he was safe because he had got inside but the the evil had used the mirrors to get back inside so he's fine he gets in there
1: look is there problems with this? Lots. <laughs> <don't> okay. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense. But we're at the scene that I think is really cool. Yeah. Okay. So you did, got good Ash and you got evil Ash. And it reminded me a lot of, um, I can't remember the actor's name now, but in the last Starfighter where he played yeah, yeah, yeah. himself and beta. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. I thought Bruce Campbell did a great job of playing his main role and evil Ash. Because he did kind of have his facial expressions, everything.
2: I couldn't even tell they were, were. I had to ask if they were the same people.
0: Yeah, it, looked, it was good. Well, and, and and evil ash. It's funny because to me, evil ash acts a little crazier. He's like dancing. Oh yeah, and, and saying stuff and You're Mister Goody Two Shoes. Goody goody
1: shoes, shoes goody I'm goody, shoes, goody yeah, yeah. shoes. and starts doing a little dance and <laughs> and all that, and then starts punching him in the ridiculous ways. Yes, he like, starts oh, hitting this is, to me, one of the great moments in cinema, though.
0: It, it, even if it's in a boot movie, it's so funny because he does this, he hits him, and all of a sudden, the Evil Ash has a shotgun buried in his face. And, uh, and it pulls up, and there's good Ash, who's got the trigger, and just blows him away. And that's where he says the line, Good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun. And I love that line. Look, I talked about this to other people many times. I think that's such a great line because it really didn't matter which side. It mattered who had the brute force. And clearly... Good Ash had the, the had the weapons. Does that make sense? And so yeah. I, I thought that was pretty good, you know, because he's like, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm gonna win. You know, it doesn't matter what you are, I'm gonna yeah. win on that. Like, I've got the pistol. But so very I rarely the does the
2: bad guy like pull a gun and just yeah. blast the main character in the face and say, Yeah, I mean I was the dude with the gun. Yeah. So
1: yeah, so you don't yeah. But take it a step further. Bruce Campbell played almost all of the Campbell's in that, like yeah. all of the ashes. Well, some of the, the a couple was, of the mini ashes. Yeah, there was, wasn't, there was, but, but still there was like eight of them. Yeah. That's and a I lot think of coordination. Was, I mean, and there was only two and I bet you it was because they did, uh, they had them on their shoulders. They had two yeah. pairs of ash on on ash. So that's probably where the, but he played all of those parts. So the reactions and everything is probably just some guy in a green suit filling in. So he has something to focus yeah. on. That's insane.
0: Yeah. I thought he did really he good did great. I
1: thought, yeah, I thought this was terrific. I love
0: the, uh, I love when he's buried in the pit, that evil ashes buried in the pit. And like, <laughs> we're going to kill you. You'll never get the book. And, uh, <laughs> and he goes, what's that on your face? And throws, jumps a shovel full. I have done that to him. my child, my children, their whole life. Like, I'll say, what's on your face? And they'll, they'll look, and I'll hit them with a pillow. Like, <laughs> I've done that for so long. And and so they, they have no idea. No, they know now. They they get it after a while, but I promise. I mean, until they're like six, they, 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 when I say that, they're like, oh, crap. Yeah, you had up. to find
1: other ways of tormenting your offspring when they He has some stops and so. Oh, man. But it, that was a good scene. I dug that scene. And then, of course, he buries evil Ash and then, I see,
2: on. I didn't even get that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, why bear, I didn't know. Well, he didn't, he, I don't know. Man. He He's in the middle of looking for the Necronomicon, and he digs a grave. He stops and digs down in the earth to bury an enemy. Maybe he found
0: a hole. I just didn't get it. Was did no, it, was it dug, necessary
2: because of the nature of the evil? I didn't
0: understand. And they never explained any of that. We know he fought him before. Maybe he, he, maybe, and I meant, might be forgetting from the first two, but maybe he uh, maybe he did bury the evil. So I'm not real sure. I'm not 100%
1: positive why he did that. Why didn't he burn it The completely? whole time he was
2: burying it, I was because like, stop, you have, have to go do something.
1: Because he could not have said what's on your face unless he had a grave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, had- you got to remember, they, they wanted jokes. They wanted yeah. those, those little yeah th- th- Easter eggs in there. So that's, that's the whole purpose.
0: And to be fair, too, his job is to get to the to book and get fair. back. That's all he has, to do. he has to do, right? Yeah. And so if he can keep him buried long enough, he can get back. He can get back to his own time. So, yeah, again, uh, you know, so the next scene is him getting into the graveyard. He
2: could have just kept blasting until his whole head was gone, because he has seventeen hundred bullets in his shotgun. <laughs> I,
0: I didn't want to bring this up, but uh, there are special shotguns out there that never need to be reloaded. They're pretty, pretty powerful. They're very expensive, unless you get one. Uh, S smart. You so. buy them from Hollywood, and they yeah.
1: they apparently have those like inch and a quarter rounds, and <laughs> you can
0: put fifty of
1: them in there. So yeah, so yeah. Clearly,
0: I don't I don't know. If, he reloads one time, and then uh, in the back of the car, he finds like six bullets or six (laughs) shells the shotgun shells right is that what he sees and then of course he fires it probably there's probably 45 to 75 times he's fired the shotgun (laughs) which that's another thing how does well when he's got the chainsaw in his hand how does he reload the gun
1: that's what i always want to know too so he
0: doesn't reload. i think i think you're taking this
1: movie way too serious yeah So anyway, I mean, it's, okay, the wrong kind of serious. Here. So, and we get to this with the,
0: with the book, but yeah, of course, he gets the words wrong. I mean, there's no doubt in your mind, Chris. This is your first time seeing it. You knew he would get the words wrong, right? I mean, you no. had to know. As soon as they said, he said,
2: "I got it," and was all frustrated <laughs> with the ma- the wizard or whatever.
0: I was, I was
1: like, thinking, "No, you don't, yeah. nah, kiddo. You ain't got it. <laughs> you definitely don't have it." <laughs> yeah. So, but okay, so there's three books. Yeah, okay, just for more humor, I think, because the first one he just opens it up. And it's like a black hole. It just, and he's, Sucks his arms in. get long. Yeah. And I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like stretch Armstrong. Seriously. It's crazy. And the second one, I why? didn't like
2: the prosthetic effect on that. Like when it, cause when he comes, when he climbs back out of the book, his face is like really long. Right. Right. And it's a prosthetic on his face, you know, it's, and he
1: has to shake it. that bothered you. Oh, it's, it looked so bad. It bothered me. And then he shakes and it gets a little bit better and shakes again. He has to keep shaking until it's regular. shorter and shorter. Yeah. Does but that bothered this, you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just saying it's a comedy. It's clearly...
2: No, I, I get it. It's just... that uh, that It wasn't b- funny. It was just poor.
1: Was saying, you don't letters. like people with prosthetics?
0: That... <laughs> I was laughing because this has been... A, this was probably the first time I was really paying attention to the book that would bite you. And I was like, oh, that reminds me of the Harry Potter. When uh, I don't think it's... Oh, like, yeah. I don't know if it's uh the third Harry Potter or the fourth where he's got the... I guess maybe it's the third. I know what you're talking about. But yeah, they got the book that they got the animal that the book that I forgot what it's called Dangerous Creatures or something. And so that book will, you've got to pet its uh, spine to get it to calm down. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that's where she stole that from. I mean, maybe she didn't, but that's, that it
1: looked very, very, very close to that. So. Yeah, Which reminds me, why exactly did he use his one good hand and try to pick a book up by sticking his fingers in its mouth? <laughs> Why did you pick up like like a book? Why did you pick it up like <laughs> you pick
2: up a book?
0: I, I thought one of the things I love about it is that when he throws it off and it comes back and it, like that scene goes on. I, I want to <laughs> say you trying to make this make sense. I thought it was going to go on too long, and then it went it way, longer try. than that. I thought the book. I thought that that scene with the fight in the of the book with it's trying to eat him, like it was that perfect where they could have made it real quick and you got it, but then they made it long. But then they made it a little bit longer just to make it hilarious. (laughs) Like that was the the,
1: that was a funny part. And then he says, "I'll I'll deal with you later." I'm not going to burn you. you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So and then you get the last one. Of course, he says the words wrong, and then he books it out of there and sentences everyone to a deadly battle. Yes, yeah, it's going to be deadly. Which there's not a lot of knights in this movie. The extras in this movie, there's more extras on the the skeleton army than there is on the Arthur's army or Duke's army. Most Although, of them where were was Duke's army when he, when he needed those guys when he was fighting Arthur the first time, right? Because also when Duke comes in at the end, he's got like, what, 100 guys? I mean, they're like, where, did, where were all those guys when you were fighting originally? Well, name? maybe Arthur just snuck up on them when they were going and getting bread or something. Uh, maybe that's it. I, I, we keep trying to make sense of this movie, and I don't. Think Why there do is, we do that? Yeah, I don't need to jump outside. There's because that's what you should do with movies. <laughs> Sam Raimi is the guy that gave us the tunnel to stay in,
1: and there's no reason to get off that. want well, of watch? Tunnel stay again. on the path.
0: Yeah, just stay on the path. Okay, we're good on the path. Okay. Stay on the path.
1: Now, I don't remember being this analytical or logical in the '90s. <laughs> what has happened to me? Well, <laughs> clearly, I wasn't thinking like this when I,
0: when I originally watched the movie, and so. And but look. Am I saying it's bad? No, I think it's funny. Like I'm making
1: fun of it. I, I've got I know what I'll probably write this by the time it's said and done. But uh, like I'm even I'm sitting here wondering, okay. So at the end of the movie, I'm like, he still, all the people that died in there is still his fault. Oh yeah, yeah. Like everybody's yeah. so like, yeah, yeah we yeah. won. It's like, yeah, yeah, but you had all
2: our people killed. Like, well, yeah, nobody holds him responsible. He's just like can I, my can bad. i <laughs> got
0: a, I've got an answer to that. I've got an answer to that. They deserved it. Okay, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why they all deserved it because they're everything. in the 1300s. Because when he gets back, when he gets back, and he's like, "Just send me back," and they're like, "Yeah, we don't. Okay, we'll send you back. Let's just get him back and everything." And then he goes, "I'm tired of." He gives that uh, that speech. I'm tired of running. Who's What's with me? me? Yeah, yeah. I'll ah. really, in my steel. Like I love that scene. I always think that's a funny scene. But do you notice what happens after that? He uh, he teaches them how to use their weapons. Like it shows him in front, showing them how to use a spear and showing sword. I'm like. The only thing he has advantage of is how to hit with an iron fist and shoot a shotgun. Like, that's it. No, he watched Bruce Lee movies while he was working at S-Mart. I just laugh because he's probably never here held a spear in his life, and there he's showing them how to fight a spear. He, now, fighting
1: techniques advance, too. We have more. Did you see the fighting techniques <laughs> they use? One step forward, spear out. One step forward, spear out. And what's hilarious is they, they replicate that to the t In the actual fight, (laughs) like noises and everything, and
2: apparently he can engineer
1: artillery. Yes, I mean he he helped that car ready to go. He helped make that hand
2: and the car.
1: Okay, so here we are. Where's the the final battle? Oh, and gunpowder.
0: Yes, which
2: we didn't talk about. Sheila.
0: Oh yeah, Sheila's been (laughs) captured. She's useless. Yeah. Yeah she's so pointless that's the worst like honestly bridget fonda's girlfriend that's like the better girlfriend she's like one second is better than Sheila is
1: in this movie like she is so pointless to this you know like she they take sheila and badass is like oh i know what we're gonna do with you and they just turn her into an evil person and then she looks into the mirror like i'm sorry she looks into the camera at that point
0: uh what did she say she said uh when I'm good, I'm good. But when I'm bad, I'm good. Like, I don't know something Something's, dumb. Yeah. And it looks right in the. And I was like, "Man, Sam, why? Why that? Like, we already know it's a movie. In, but it was just like, I'm just going to let y'all know. I'm in on the joke. Everybody's in on the joke.
1: We all get it. it's terrible, you know. And so I was more impressed by the old she witch <laughs> while he was lounging and eating. I Where thought she
0: drops the food.
1: I thought that performance was way better than anything Sheila brought. I, to the I table. do think you're right. I think, yeah, yeah, especially since I think that was a young gal really in makeup, yeah, like she was a younger actress. The weird thing is, like Sheila, like in this movie, yes, yeah,
0: she's fine. I don't really care. I mean, good or bad, it's it's whatever it is with her, but she's also in Matilda. She plays Miss Honey in Matilda, and she's phenomenal in that. She does such a good job in that. That's the and, nice teacher, yes, yeah. And so when you watch these two, you're like. Man, how can she? I mean, it's two years difference, and she looks totally different. Like they don't look only anything. two years. Yeah, it's only two years. Wow. It's like '92 and uh, Matilda. I think it was '94. Might have been '95. So yeah. within three years, she makes both these movies, and looks really, really different. I'm not talking about the evil Sheila, but just looks very, very different. So, so anyway, yeah. So anyway, so here's our battle scene. They get ready. They're getting excited. You know, they're getting pumped up about it. Um, they've got some defense strategies, whatever you want to call it. So The battle, there's so many things that happen in the battle that I think are, uh, they're, they're ultimately cheesy. Uh, the skeletons, I, that's I'm pretty sure a lot of that was stop motion, oh, like tons of stop motion with the skeletons. Yeah, it
2: was so laggy, stop motion, too. yeah,
0: yeah, and, and clearly, and then. There's battle scenes where... And, uh,
2: like, fully fake skeletons. Yeah, well, there's so places.
0: many times when he hits something, and the skeleton is not moving at all when he hits it. Like, <laughs> he's in motion, and you can clearly see the skeleton is not moving. And then all of a sudden, the, the skeleton's head's gone. Like, he hits it, you know, and it gets up. Uh, a lot of the creatures,
2: too, were very, like, fixed... Like the... Uh, what's the creature that carried Sheila off? The flying oh, creature? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? The, like, and they're flying in the air, and it's like making all this noise and shrieking, but like its face isn't moving at all. Like, it's just a mask. You See,
1: know? and that's what I wanted it to do. Well, they, they, talk, they talked a lot. I watched some of the... Making, making of? Making of the Deadites or whatever they're called, and there was quite a bit... They, they didn't have any CGI or anything. Yeah. They didn't... Well, they didn't even have the budget, really, for all that much. And a lot of the the uh, skeletons had to be reused Uh, they would destroy them and they would have to foam glue them back together and stuff to save on the budget and because of time i mean one one of the uh, special effects guys said that they think they destroyed over 600 of those skeletons and a lot of them had mechanics in them to move right but they had to keep everything real simple so that it was like plug and play. This guy's arm, this guy's head, and all uh, that. Yeah. And so I mean, it was they couldn't be very elaborate, and some yeah. of them were because ad- they had like
2: explosions, and you know that all these skeletons were in. And yeah, I mean all and, that stuff.
1: And they would go around and pick up parts and put them in boxes and see what they could scrounge up for the shoot that same day. Mm. Yeah. So there was there was a lot to it. It, it was. Pretty cool, some some of that stuff, but Why, some of them were just. I didn't look up
0: how they budgeted for this, but I did wonder what the budget went toward. I mean, if you had whatever you had,
1: so and I wondered I don't, and the I budget was eleven. It was so the budget was that much. The budget was eleven million. Uh, domestically, it made eleven million, but internationally, it made another ten. Yeah, so uh, so it doubled the money in the long run, but um. I don't
0: know. It just some of the things felt so cheesy. Like uh, when Sheila and uh, Evil Ash, they they bring them out on their horses. You can see the skeleton that's bringing them out. Clearly, it's a guy in a black cl- cloak outfit <laughs> that's supposed to look like a skeleton. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. And uh, whereas everybody else is pure skeletons out here and here and yeah. There was There's like- one time where I think you can see a guy riding a horse, mm-hmm. and the guy behind him is a skeleton just on a uh, on a horse. That's clearly fake as can be, and that's, it has no it, posture. Yeah, no
1: yeah, no motion or anything it just <laughs> so, so so and some of our are there guys like wearing the old skeleton PJs for yeah. Halloween yeah. with a skeleton mask on on horses <laughs> I mean, I looked at a couple of these scenes I was like, well, you could definitely tell that they're like, what are we gonna do well we just we can't put this many hours. In this scene, let's just throw a guy on there. Maybe they won't pause. Maybe they won't be analytical about such <laughs> well, movies. If this. your
2: fight scene wasn't 25 minutes long, it's so long, you wouldn't have to use that many skeletons.
0: My favorite is when Ash comes out of nowhere. Like you would think if you've got a car that moves, you, you go used ahead and to drive across that drawbridge.
1: Go take out as many as you can and then get back to lower it down. No. Well, you what? wait
2: until it's in the courtyard. Yeah, it's where you can't
1: maneuver. Shooting. They can't get to you. There's, they're not shooting. This is the 1300s You could have plowed over everybody. Yeah, you could have tore them up. Now, how funny is it that Evil Ash has also got rope trying to keep his face together at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> and his, his little... So they would blow up the shield skeletons. Yeah. You go, oh, you mm. <laughs> stupid. Like, Oh, that's, <laughs> what are you doing? Bruce Campbell, the whole thing. This makes is it great. So he's like, Oh gosh. <laughs> like he can't say, he, he can't say go forth. Like he's trying to yell, go forth. And he goes, go. And, go his jaw blah, falls and his off. jaw falls down. So yes. finally he just like grits his teeth. and goes, forth. <laughs> my,
0: one of my favorite scenes is when he gets in the car and he's just driving around, just, I mean, and apparently they put a, a train horn on it, right? <laughs> and so it's just loud as he's driving over, mowing those down. Every time it shows them mowing down, they're not moving. They're complete. Is there a prop on it?
2: Like, what, what was yeah. that on the front? Was it like a spinning blade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a it prop did, or yeah, what? It like a yeah.
1: helicopter blade. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that is in the scrapyard in 1300. <laughs> I'm so confused. He told. What,
2: that. He Weren't told. They grinding
0: and welding on
2: the thing. Not welding,
0: but. He told. The uh, whatever it is, What do they call black What he needed, and no. the guy was like, "Oh, okay." And he showed him some Da Vinci, uh, helicopter blades. Yeah, and the guy was all set. He was ready. Yeah. He was gonna make that. I love. <laughs> I that need list. a fifty. All cal. of a sudden, he's going. He's going. I don't know sixty miles an hour in that thing, <laughs> six and miles all of a sudden, maybe <it's> six. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he sees uh, Sheila, evil Sheila, and uh, and he just cranks the wheel to the left or whatever to avoid her. And all of a sudden, you just see her, and clearly she's in front of a theater screen yeah when you know what i'm talking about the theater screen clearly as it's showing it land and everything like that that like that was one of the worst sets of all because <laughs> i must have how, been
2: distracted i didn't oh. catch that
0: oh yeah it's it's clearly, I watched that
2: scene but i didn't she's
0: got to be in front you know you know what I'm talking about she's got to be in front like that's exactly and it looks like that like it looks like this is when she lets out the stock wilhelm scream oh it does she uses. it <laughs> yes okay, okay
2: it is not even doesn't even sound like
0: her <laughs> So <laughs> so yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what happens after that. I guess that's when they have, I don't
1: know, how does she get stopped? But Did he she... was, but Sam Raimi was only like 32 that when he made young? this. he didn't realize he was like, yeah, he that that. was.
0: Well, he just made a horror movie that he wrote right before, not horror. He wrote an uh, action movie with Darkman. So he made that, uh, but he had budget behind that. He had a little bit more budget, and so. So I don't know. I don't look. I'm not against any of this. I love this. The whole time I watched it, it's cheesy. It's like fun to figure those things out as you're watching. Like, oh my gosh, this. But some of the stuff
1: that, okay, so the effects guys would would have trouble with some stuff, or they'd come up with something and they'd send it to Sam, and he'd say yes or no and all that. And I watched the part about the uh, the second in the pit, the second one. uh, Yeah, the, the weird face one. Yeah. Yeah, the nasty looking one that he had to fight. The that one came about because they came up with that idea and sent like I guess pictures or drawings or something to Sam. Sam's like nah I don't know it looks kind of cheesy or something or whatever and they're like oh are you okay well he came by and they had the the display of that costume or whatever he goes yeah I just I don't see it and then the guy in the costume jumped out at Sam Raimi and he screamed and ran and went, that is 100% my movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't know I mean, that was that, That's perfect yeah. And he would have and some of the, because I had borrowed your yeah. copy that's got some extras in it. I was watching some of those and uh, a lot of like Raimi would go by and have discussions with some of the skeletons. Hmm. that like the animatronic, like not the people controlling or whatever, but he would talk, he'd be like, now look, I want you to tremble with fear yeah. and all that. And then the skeleton would start trembling <laughs> and, and all that. And he'd go, yeah, just like that. <laughs> like, yeah. It was fun. It looked like they were just having fun. Uh, yeah. It. I agree. Like this They, looks would, like this they weren't like, serious. Fun. This wasn't a, a lot of studio pressure and, and all that. I think they just had a budget and went and had fun. And then uh, you can kind of get that feel from the movie. Well, and, and I have fun watching. Like
0: I have fun with that, all that stuff because I know it's insane. and Everything. Um, I guess. I guess as we we get to the kind of the end of the movie, they're they're just the, the final battle. He's got to fight evil Ash one one more time. Um, I, one of the things I did want to bring up is I do like the fact that it's got. Um, Arthur in it and they don't kill Arthur off like he gets wounded in a lot of movies like that they kill off the, the you know the leader of the one side or anything but Duke Henry and put the hero in his place Lord Arthur both of them survive this movie you know and uh, and it's important for them to be able to survive because so does uh, what's the other guy uh, Red
2: what's his name
0: That's Lord Henry yeah, oh, Henry, yeah, Henry and, and Arthur at the Redhead. end. The wise man survives. Yeah, they,
1: yep. Pretty much anybody that mattered survived.
0: Like, they don't kill hardly anybody.
1: Maybe that's the why they weren't mad at Ash and causing all this destruction yeah, cause, yeah. and saving the day, but causing all of it. <laughs> well, they say there's only 60, right? They say there's only 60 of them.
0: And, uh, and I, I meant to count at this time just to see, because I got a feeling like 61 died. Like, there was a lot of people that died. <laughs> a lot of people that don't. you know and there's like 30 at the gate right when they start and here comes the other 25 and there's like 50 around the circle i was like that might be more than 60 you know so there's a lot of those things that you know so I, I don't know why they say these things
1: and don't have anybody to count to make them but i don't know maybe they shot out of more. who knows but either way so they obviously they beat they launch uh evil ash into the air strapped to some, some gunpowder explosive or whatever that the rocket surgeon. What does he say to him? Kind of, what does he say
0: to him? I don't know.
1: You ready for a ride or something? <laughs> he says something. It's so insane, but uh, I like that was another line I was like, Oh, I like that one too. And blows him up everybody cheers. And that's yeah. the end. Like he blows How did up.
2: everybody know he was on the explosive?
0: Oh, you're saying how they cheered? Like everybody cheered like it's, <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, it's over. And I'm like,
0: Maybe all the it skeletons just died or right happened. Maybe that was it. Oh. Maybe I don't know. Well that Sheila got better. Yeah. It's, she yeah. healed. Right so that would there. go along with that. that yeah. Once all the uh, real evil, all the dead ones would all
1: make Yeah, but right I don't feel like start. a lot of people were paying attention to Sheila. I don't think anybody cared about like, Sheila. Like, uh, you lost your looks too. You got nothing.
0: Yeah. Well, he tells her He tells her that. <laughs> he doesn't even go on. Like, there's not this, this <laughs> usual movie, like, I feel so bad that this happened to you. He's like, man, you get real ugly. <laughs> well, she
2: says, you loved me once. Or, like, ah, that was just
0: pillow yeah. talk, baby. That's, he used that line somewhere else, yeah. That's just pillow talk. Oh, God, he uses so many stupid lines with everything in that movie. And then I think it's right then is that when he says, uh, what does he say about hell to the king, baby? It's good to be king. But, Oh, he says something and he kisses her like kiss the king baby or something I don't. it all it just us. reminds me of Elvis oh yeah, yeah Elvis. He, well he loves Elvis he's in, in uh, Bubba yeah. Hotep uh, Bruce oh, Campbell's yeah. in Bubba Hotep where he plays like he's, he's Elvis. Elvis that nobody in did. a nursing home yeah yeah and so don't tell him too much yeah we might put that on there that's a really good movie <laughs> I haven't seen that oh yeah it's really it's really really interesting. so Chris you'll hate it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's like this it's just a spoof yeah it's nothing you know it's not yeah. to be taken seriously which you might not be able to do? I'm, I'm, I don't care. I still love, I'd love to see it again and then let Chris can't. just... Uh, destroy, destroy it. it yeah. yeah, you need to get more <laughs> yeah. vehement with, your, with <laughs> your
0: dislikes. So I guess... It, like, but everybody
1: they, dies. Everybody Well, they show them all get back. And then, so, uh, Lord Arthur and Lord Henry oh, and special. their times, they they line up on both sides and draw swords on each other because now that the Evil Dead's gone, they're still enemies. Yeah. You know? So they draw swords on each other and all that. And... Arthur and Henry Which didn't... I mean, I know up. we're not
2: trying to be realistic here, but it's like, why would you... I mean, obviously, you wouldn't do that. Would you not? You just successfully helped each other destroy... Oh, you don't think...
0: A demon army. Yeah, but... The, but they didn't know where to go. Where were you we going to stand? I'm going to go stand with my guys. I got that for standing with the guys. And yeah, but like, then you oh. draw swords. I don't know. So, But then they notice it's
1: all done, and then the lords come, and they face each other, and it was like, oh, now, now it's on again, you know? And then, of course, Henry and Aaron come come out and hug, you know, drop swords and hug each Break other. Break the tension. Yeah. yeah.
0: So was, I thought it was a cool scene and then it jumps to the future and it shows, or back to our present and it shows, uh, him having to fight somebody else. He's telling the story. Nobody believes him. He's he's, so he's went
2: back in his own time. Yeah. yeah. And the he's girl now goes, back, that's a cool
0: story. He's now back at S smart. And I think, uh, that guy that he's talking to, that's Ted Ramsey. That's Sam Ramsey's little brother. And so he's usually in the movies. Um, but anyway, all of a sudden, then he, what, I don't remember what happens.
1: Is Did y'all else? see Sam Raimi in the movie? Was he in it? He's in it. What was he in? It? He's one of the knights. He's wearing like a sweater or something. Uh, I don't, I don't no, know that that's great. Yeah, he put himself in, in it. Uh, I, they, his, uh, what do you call it? His character name is funny. Knight in sweatshirt and sneakers. I want to go back and look and see that. I do not realize he's in it. Sweatshirt so. and sneakers. So,
2: you remember what he says right at the end when he kills that? Evil Dead girl in the S Mart. What does he say? And he says, "Ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh, I don't know how you don't watch this and laugh at the one liners. That's that's. I think that's just about impossible. I like when
1: he describes his his shotgun.
0: Oh yeah, you know? he yeah, tells all about oh, it. Oh, all, yeah. all about it. Was it one ninety nine? Something.
1: Like so yeah. Okay. So anyway,
0: it's time to we've got to rate this baby. Um, I'm going to let Chris go first just because... Uh, Please. I, I really feel like this will be... I know where I'm at on it. Before we even start, my, my wife, before I left today, she was like, I hope everything goes good. I know how much you love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I go... And, I was, and my mom was like, it, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. I know where I'm at on this movie. And so so I'll let uh, Chris, you go first. You love dreams. It wouldn't matter, too. I guess,
2: if the rest of the world hated the movie. Yeah, it would not. not. It's, your, it's a movie for you. Yeah, I... I didn't like it. I didn't like this movie at, <laughs> at all. Oh, my gosh.
0: Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We knew you wanted Wait, to. Wait. There
2: were a couple of one-liners that I giggled couple,
0: at, A two, couple? Two? That was it? Probably two. What were the two just to help well, us out? Well,
2: one of them was, was the was the final. Man, I'm going to have to ask you. Story. <laughs> that one? Okay. That's a good one. That one made me laugh. And uh, I would probably say um, the boomstick line is, just a a great line. It's not really a laugh line, but it's a, I really liked that line. Uh, when he's, you know, waving his gun around and in front of everybody that, that scene in particular, it's a good, where he's sort of establishing like, I'm powerful. I'm from the future. You know, that was kind of cool. Uh, but overall, the comedy is subjective. Yeah, that's true. And that's the tough part about comedy. It's just like, it's just different from person to person. And this is not my kind of comedy. So, it doesn't resonate with me.
0: Can I? Can I? One second. Um, we've not figured out what kind of comedy is Chris's comedy, though. Just so you know, just Good so luck. all
1: the listeners have not figured out. Have we? Have we watched a Mr. Bean movie yet? <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know, but whatever. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> so go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Maybe it's C-SPAN. Maybe that's <laughs> your type of humor. I,
2: I didn't enjoy the music. I, the effects, of course, were supposed to be sort of. B-movie-esque, you know, it was intended to be that way. But it comes off wrong to me, so. But I would give this movie a, a three. I wouldn't recommend anybody watch it. But because Probably comedy nobody. is subjective, obviously there are people out there that love this movie. So I, I don't know that you should take my word <laughs> definitively on this film. <laughs> I'm going to be outranked here anyway, so. But
1: let's go. You wouldn't I, recommend it to anybody. No. You didn't like You've I didn't like
0: it. it. I, I went Damn. last. I went. I went last last time, so I don't think it's fair to do it again. Even though this is one of my favorite films, I get the name Ash from this movie. I'm gonna go next. And I'll let Brody finish it. I I love this movie. I know it's cheesy as can be. The whole movie's cheesy. It was cheesy when I first saw it years ago. I knew that then. Um, even to this day, though, when I watch it, I just smile the whole time. I don't get bored in it. I never get bored. You know, it's it's a quick 80 minute movie, so it's not like it's there's time to really get bored if you keep the action on. I notice all the terrible things that, that that's wrong with this constantly and i laugh the whole time like oh yeah that's cheesy that's a mess up that's you know uh, i love the three stooges area when the when he's fighting the skeletons all that dumb three stooges are trying to hit his eyes i mean those those are dumb we don't really talk about that but all that insanity in it and then the best part is bruce campbell like i feel like this is bruce campbell's greatest movie i feel like it's his greatest accomplishment um it lets him shine he really stars i mean Probably seventy five percent of the lines are him in this movie. I mean, him just saying stuff. I love the one liners. I know you said you laughed it too. I laugh at so many of them. Uh, just his cockiness, his arrogance, and then just having a good time. You know, I mean, even the stupid pillow talk. I mean, that's a dumb line, but it's it's still funny. And so I, I, all the way through, I've laughed. I I love Ash and I, I love that name. And that's one of the reasons I've used it, because it lets me know when I'm playing, you know, a game or anything like that, and I use Ash not to take myself so seriously. Does that make sense? And so for me, I have no problem with that. That's why it's on this that we, I use it on this podcast is is because I know I'm not the smartest guy when it comes to movies. I get that and everything. But I do love movies. I enjoy talking to movies. I, I have a good time. So for me, do I think this is the greatest movie? No. Is like the greatest comedy? No. Is it the greatest medieval movie? No. But as a B movie, I just feel like it's probably the best B movie, and it was made to be a B movie. Um, I would give it an eight. I don't think it's. Uh, I just couldn't give it a nine. I would love to, but I just couldn't. But I've had enjoyment. I've had such joy. I look forward to let my son watch it with me. Uh, he did not get the chance to watch it this time, but I, I can look forward to it because his sense of humor is kind of my sense of humor. So i got a feeling that he will find this funny and he will laugh. I don't remember it being too, I don't remember anything dirty in it. I know there's a, one, maybe one F-bomb in it, but I don't remember anything else dirty in it. Um, and so I, I, I for, a, for an action movie, it's pretty clean. And it's all over the top battles and everything. When people, I mean, skeletons get destroyed, people get stabbed. It's not like they show their guts or anything like that. They show that waterfall of blood, but that geyser of blood, but it's not. It's just water. I mean, you know. So, I mean, uh, I don't think anything terrible. So, yeah, I enjoy it. I'm I'm excited about it. I would recommend this to certain people. I don't think this is everything, but if you like Three Stooges humor, you like you know, parodies or spoofs of movies or horror movies. I think all those are covered in this. And then, you know, if you've seen Evil Dead 1 and 2, you're probably
1: going to see this as well.
0: So that's my recommendation.
1: Fair enough. Now, I'm kind of surprised. I don't think this particular episode has been uh, not like our usual one, I think, because this isn't a serious movie. This isn't one that was made to try to be made in the best capacity possible at the time. This was made for fun, strictly for entertainment, goofing off, I mean, it, it's a bunch of buddies hanging out making a movie is the way I looked at it. I, I hate the disappointed Chris. However, I'm not shocked mm-hmm. in the least. As far as the blood and guts, I'm with you. The, the geyser was just about it. All the other fighting are skeletons that are haphazardly coming apart or getting blown up. There's not really blood and guts in it. So that's, that's a plus for sure. Bruce Campbell, this is really good. Now, there's zero seriousness in this movie with him. I mean, there's no you know, epic, dramatic scene or romance or, or anything. It's pretty much just smart aleck and cocky the whole time. That might just be his niche, you know? I enjoy it. I really do. I'd probably give it a seven as a standalone. I think if the other movies were made in this style to go with it, I think it would be better to watch the series, but they are not this way. This is the only one of the... And I know that doesn't help anybody listening or or even you, Chris. But the other movies do play into this well. They just don't have the same style. So it's a little bit more of that middle ground between like a horror and a spoof. But this this fits in there with the... the it might
0: be like Naked
1: Gun. Yeah, Naked
0: Gun. And, and or Airplane. Not, not to the levels that they do, but enough stuff that it'll make you laugh. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I was thinking of the ones that are like... Up shot a, a play- yeah, hot shot instead of top gun, yeah, well, that's that yeah. kind of stuff the the ones space that baseballs, which is a little more Star wars, like yeah, comical, I think it fits that genre, that area, yeah, I agree,
0: okay, well, that's that's uh, that's all right, and so eight seven three that puts us at about eight that's an eighteen out of twenty seven so that's that's pretty close to a recommendation, so it's it's, it's borderline. It, yeah, so like, you, you want to watch it? I mean, the thing is,
2: two out of three guys sitting here really like this movie.
0: But and, and I, I would say honestly, but I like <laughs> but I like Tank Girl, and y'all hated it. Yeah, you know, there was I, well, and I was thinking of that as I was watching, I was like, man, this is really. This is a weird movie like Tank Girl, but I hate Tank Girl. Like even though, and so I, you know, so I don't know. So I would just say if you've been listening to us, if you listen to a few, you might have a kind of idea. Well, I like those movies because Ash likes those, or I hate those movies because Ash likes it. And so you might be at the point now that you can make a decision. Like, well, if Ash likes it, yeah. I probably don't want to watch it. Or you know, if Chris says it's terrible, maybe it's great. Like I don't know. So you've, well, yeah. exactly. but I don't like
1: most of the stuff you yeah. don't. Yeah. You know, the most of the stuff you like, I don't like. You liked Three O'clock High, not a fan. Yeah. Dreamscape, not a fan. I mean, the other episode show that. To be mean, fair, to we have talked fair. about. They, yeah, they yeah. okay. Well, Dreamscape to
0: be—I I told you I didn't like it. Now, like I've come to the conclusion, I gave it a six <laughs> when I watched it. Yeah, it, it changed
1: it. So, which I still gave down. it a six. Well, I'm not. That's, I that's like this one, I, and I gave it a seven
2: Look, I didn't even address this part in mind, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't even like Bruce Campbell. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't even. I did.
1: Doesn't land with me. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to yeah. that. <laughs> you not like Bruce Campbell. He's like the Nazis guy. Lately. Like,
2: I don't. I mean, even, I don't dislike him as a person. You just
1: think he's terrible. Like her. I was just saying. So Bruce exactly. Campbell and people with prosthetics. Yeah. These are two things <laughs> we know Chris about Chris. Like Bruce Let me clarify.
2: <laughs> if you wear Bruce a prosthetic. Problem. I still love you, Bruce
0: Campbell. If you're listening, that was Chris. that does not like you. Not not me and Brody. We <laughs> yeah. we, we love you. We think you're awesome. Ash and
1: I are on board, Chris. Yeah, not Bruce, a fan. Of we're yours. mad at the, we're
0: mad at Army of Darkness too for not bringing you back in it. Yeah, even if you are executive producer, put
1: yourself in it. Mm. So. Mm-mm-mm. It's R- Rise or something. Army of Darkness Rise. So something. it's in
0: the middle of pre-production? or Post-production. Or oh, oh post. well, wow, they're nearly done. Yeah, it's okay. post-production. Okay, so next, I guess that wraps this Are gonna up. Are we going to cover that one? Well, I mean. One, one day?
1: No, I don't I don't know if I'll be alive then. Well, you hate this. Do you really want to cover Army oh, of I Darkness Oh, I definitely too? want to cover it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see how far it's come, huh? Yeah. I, I will Mainstream
0: say, money. I saw a couple few of the episodes of that other one that he had on HBO. A lot more blood. Okay, you talking about uh, yeah. Ash versus Evil? He he became more. Yeah, you know, because you got to think this ninety two, and then he did yeah. Ash versus Evil is in two thousand seventeen. All, all of a sudden, so now he's gonna put become more become acceptable. Yeah. Now. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Evil Dead was twenty thirteen. Oh yeah, I'm not even. I didn't forgot about that. They re released. Yeah, it. I haven't seen it, Evil it. Dead. I'm not seeing that. I've yet, heard so. of the
2: re release, but yeah, so
0: so I have no idea. But so you know, you, you choose if you guys want to watch it. I hope you'll. Uh, I'm not saying you have to watch it. I mean, it's oh, Army we didn't of even darkness. mention the music because it's forgettable. It's no, Chris said it. Chris didn't like the music. No, I liked it. I, I I liked that soundtrack. Oh, he said he didn't like it. I know Chris doesn't like it. I like that score. It's not a soundtrack. It's not like it's, it's a not, score. It's a score, and I yeah, like it because it feels. Medieval, it feels like they do a good job of that and everything, so I liked it. I, I know that you guys don't, but like they don't it, but play like music like that anymore
1: it. for a reason, like they left it in the 1300s. <laughs> like the bards are a thing of the past, yeah.
0: man. Yeah, there wasn't a musician in there. I was surprised they didn't have a bard <laughs> singing or something like somewhere in there. They put probably just ran out of money. Um, anyway, do y'all want to hear what the next movie is? Yes, we have a re- recommendation, no, and uh, and so I know both. Well, I know Brody's gonna hate this, but uh, <laughs> great, uh, and so uh. So the librarian actually put a recommendation in. She went through and and filled that in. Oh, no. Which, honestly, I was really surprised she knew how to do it because I went on there. I had no idea how to figure it out. So (laughs) Is it British? No, 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 no. We would shut that down. Like, I would have been home. Like, no. (laughs) like Come on. We're not doing that. Like uh, I'm bored enough at home. I can't be bored at the podcast as well and watching these British things. Librarian, he's bored at home with you. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I want to get him out of this room. Let me throw this... British stuff on. Um, so anyway, no, um, she, she put in a recommendation. I like this. I wanted to see this because I've seen this a couple of times, um, but it's nine to five. Okay. And so nine to five was uh, Jane Fonda. Dreyfuss? No, it's Jane Fonda, Lily I Tomlin, Fonda. Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and um, Dolly Parton. And it's about them working and they got a terrible boss, which is named Dabney Coleman. And it's Dabney Coleman yeah. plays that, which he was from uh, Cloak and Dagger. Yep. And so, I want. I'm excited about y'all seeing this. My, the librarian loves this movie. I love Dabney Coleman in this. Like he is the ultimate jerk boss, and he's so funny in it. Like you know, they can have terrible bosses, but you can have bosses that are pretty funny in movies. Even though you never want to work for them. that's a funny character. So I'm looking forward to seeing
1: it. Chris, as usual, who knows if you'll like it. Uh, Chris, probably not. Chris, you don't have a copy I can borrow. A copy <laughs> <Nine> of <to five. laughs> nine to five? No. No. Do you have no. any Dolly Parton movies?
0: No. I think she also wanted us to watch this because it's us three having to watch a girl movie. That's how. That's she's like. I want is this to watch a girl me? movie? Uh, the, the main characters are all females. Yeah, it's for- a
1: girl movie. It's a girl power movie. But Dabney Coleman, yeah. he's a man. So,
0: so who was he in? Uh- he
1: was the dad and the spy. Yeah, he's another one that's played uh, that double roles, right.
0: just like Ash. I'm We've bad with names.
2: I just have to remember.
0: So yeah, so that, that will do nine to five. I'm looking forward to that. I think some of our female listeners, all two of them, will probably be excited about uh getting here. about All right, nine to five. something for the ladies. Yeah, and everything. We might bring in the librarian for this, uh, just because I think she needs to be under Chris when he just goes off on this, how much he hates it. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm very, very curious on <laughs> On how this is I like how
2: my default position is just that it's. sucks. You haven't liked anything
0: <laughs> except for uh, you barely liked uh, Last Starfighter. So I liked Last Starfighter. You're like, yeah, I guess I can give that a seven. Didn't <laughs> I like
2: Map of Tiny Perfect
0: Things? No.
1: No, no I, I still. can't remember. I think I it was still, a five on that. I still won't call it by its true name. That's how much I dislike that little. Yeah, you hated it. Though, imperfect so. Map of Swan Lake. I loved Tank Girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is gonna be one of those things when chris is not around me going to go find out the worst films to make him watch just because he's gonna hate him anyway so let's make him this torment him we're gonna like put
2: him through the worst
0: yeah yeah so anyway Um uh, have you seen cocoon
2: is that a horror movie sounds like a horror
1: movie <laughs> No, <Chris> us- <laughs> 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 well you know like know. it's not mothman it's yeah. cocoon <laughs> i love it we're gonna. Start, yeah, let's, it sounds let's, like a movie where
2: a <laughs> bunch of people get trapped in cocoon. That's,
0: that's a, oh, that's like. a that's a game we're gonna play from now on. That's into every one of our podcasts. <laughs> we're gonna bring up a movie and then see if Chris can figure out what that movie's about. Oh, yeah. let's dump over so, that's that's cocoon. <laughs> is it's a horror movie about what now? What did you say, Chris? A whole bunch of people getting trapped in cocoons.
1: <laughs> yeah, <okay>. probably <laughs> in a subway. <laughs> subway.
2: <laughs> oh, that's, oh, I can't wait to see that. There's a movie out there about inse- insects attacking someone people in a subway car they're like trapped i don't even know what the movie is
1: no that is that mothman i don't know i've never seen i think mothman. that's mothman <laughs> oh,
2: okay
0: <laughs> it's funny so anyway that is our podcast for this episode so uh, this oh my goodness so as uh for chris brody and ash uh hope you guys have a great day thank you for listening and uh, we'll catch you later adios bye <laughs>
2: It's a horror movie. <laughs> oh. I didn't expect it to be so funny.
0: No, because it's not a it's horror not. movie. It's
2: not. It's nowhere
1: near a horror it's movie. It's called
2: Cocoon. I don't even yeah. know what else that would be about. Uh, it's no. about
0: geriatrics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it not? Well, let's not tell him. <laughs> I'm down with just not telling him. Well,
2: the more you tell me, the better it
1: gets. Yeah. <laughs> geriatrics. <laughs> That's all it needed to so. <laughs>